Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome back to more to it, the show that takes a deep dive into the biggest stories in sports, entertainment, and culture. Start with headline news and then journey to deeper conversations. Always finding those life lessons that are presented in every single story. I'm your host, Marcel Swally. That dude, here's Wiley. Doesn't look like the Johnny Carson show over here. <laughs> Man, I look old as hell right now. I'm in the room right now. The itty bitties are at breakfast with the wife, about to hit the beach. Our last day in paradise. But let's define what paradise looks like. But first, I got to thank you guys for your viewership on Brings TV and Reach TV and your membership on Wally's World YouTube where somebody today, today, today will win this swag away. This book is on the way. It's Friday swag away. Oh, what did you say? I'm going to hook you up. That's all I said. Damn it. All right. You know how we start off every show. Well, what's up with that dude? Let's talk about this. Man, I said I was in paradise, but everything in paradise ain't so nice. My wife and I, whoa, we got into one of those energy exchanges where we had contrasting energy. I was positive in this one. I'm not always, but this one I was. And she was negative. Damn, Debbie Downer for real. So anyway, let me tell you, how do you get into a, an argument on vacation? How, Sway? Like all this money we spending, all this paradise and humidity and sunshine, and you over here turned up. Mm. Anyway, let me tell you how you go. All right, so my wife wanted me to order a drink on the way to us going to the kids' water slide. Do it. All right, so I'm walking there, but my wife is OCD, and she thinks everything she does is perfect. Everything she does is right, smartest way, most efficient way. Meanwhile, when anything else happens or anyone else does it, oh, it's always a them problem. Okay, so I'm walking, I see the waitress, bam, put my order in, boom, got it all done. My wife already yelling at me, did you get this? Did you get, I was like, didn't you just already give me your order? Now I gave the order to her, the waitress, we good. So we go in there. Now, this whole week, one negative of where we're staying, one negative of the resort was this. Take too damn long for the service. Uh, you can get your order in quick, but it ain't gonna come fast. So y'all wrong. So anyway, so I'm like, no appointments out here either. And 
man, out the country can't get no love for my wife. She tripped. So anyway, um, long story short, my wife shows up. She's like, where's the food and where's the drink? And I was like, it's coming. Oh, did you order it? Oh God, now she's blaming me, right? Like, it's not the process. It's not the thing we've been talking about every day that takes so damn long and slow. It's a me problem. So, you know, the man in me, the ego in me, I was fighting y'all because I was like, yo, she attacking me, B. <laughs> you better chill. You better chill. My ego's like, no, duck. And then finally, I just was like rubbing her shoulders and giggling. And then that made her even more mad because when you happy and somebody ain't, they mad and they're angry. Oh, man, they are hot 100. So she got hot 100 with me. She got her slushy drink. She ain't like it because she was mad. I was like, you ain't gonna like it. So then she got the other drink that she's been getting all week, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, she got happy. But damn, about 27 minutes there, it was some hell to pay in this hot ass place. All right, what else happened? Let me tell you the coolest things that I've seen. Uh, the kid interactions, our kids right now, just watching them. A, a little girl walked up to my daughter, who's three. This girl probably is like nine, and said, Olivia, and gave her a hug just on the random. That means they had kicked it before on one of them water slides in the corner. Like, what's up? What's up? Where you from, homie? So that was cute to see. Uh, my boy Biscuit, we're in line talking to these 18 and 17-year-old girls from Texas who were so cool, so sweet, um, and just just chopping it up like, like he's their age or they're his age, and it's just... Didn't matter. And, you know, they from different parts of the country, same as us and blah, blah, blah. Backgrounds different. Didn't matter. Just was chopping up wood. Love to see that, man. I tell everyone that gets to see my kids, hang around my kids. My kids are entitled and I want them to be entitled in a positive way. Just like our peer pressure got a negative connotation. I think entitled got a negative connotation as well as positive. Like you are a part of everywhere you are. You are part of that ownership group of the space you occupy, right? You're entitled to do certain things, like speak to people, like be spoken to with respect, like have a conversation, not all this qualification stuff. Now, we all are entitled to our space, our opinion. And my little kids, they walk up to anybody. What's up? What it do? All right, y'all, let's get into the show right now and talk about what it do with Chris Paul, because Chris Paul was traded from Phoenix to the Wizards, and then he got traded from the Wizards to the Warriors. Woo, Chris Paul is winning now. And who went to Washington in exchange for Jordan Poole? Let's talk about it. So several days after agreeing to the send Bradley Bill to the Phoenix Suns in exchange for a package, including Chris Paul, the Wizards agreed to send, you know, Chris Paul to the Warriors, which made me scratch my head. Not my hair, I ain't got nothing but my head. I was like, oh, dang. How that going to work out? Where Chris Paul going to play on the Warriors? What style is he going to play? Is he starting? Let's get into it. So I ain't going to get y'all bored with all this second round, first round package. Swap, swap, swap. Let's get to the meat of this story right now. All right. So Chris Paul, we know his history, has been battling Golden State in the playoffs. It seemed like a decade or so, right? All those Clippers and the time he slipped or got crossed over by Steph and just the battles and the wars. Now he's wearing their color. So we see that happening now. Chris Paul, 38 years young, uh, averaging 14 and nine across 59 games, but always off injured when you need him most. Let's just be real, even about the homies, right? So you see him now going with Steph Curry and everyone's saying, what the hell? What is this? Ask Chris about it. Chris says, quote, I'm excited. I'm really excited. To me, that's a shock response. Like, keep it positive, obviously. Be real. Yeah, you are excited, but damn, 
He just said the same thing twice. Just add one word. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm really excited. Like he, he's in shock. I, I mean, look, you're, you're living in LA. The family's in LA, right? Then you go to Phoenix and that was, you know, back and forth. Can't say difficult, but look, it's a stress on any family. Then all of a sudden you got your mind wrapped around Washington for five seconds. Then you're like, I'm about to buy out of that and go to the Lakers or the Clippers. Then it turns out you ain't going to neither. You are going to the Golden State Warriors. Wow. Now, this obviously means that Jordan Poole is gone. Jordan Poole is gone because of these numbers right here and these stories right here. You went from 17 points a game, 51% shooting, 39 from three to 10 points a game, 34 shooting overall, and 25 from three. He also had a tricking scandal. <laughs> <laughs> spending half a mil on a date. I don't know what the hell. That just became news for no reason. I don't know if it's real or not. Who cares? But funny. Um, and we all know when Draymond punched him, when Draymond gave him one of those, it was going to be a choice. Now, they couldn't do it in the season because they just paid Jordan Poole. Actually, they paid Jordan Poole because of the punch. Let me get that correct. And then they were like, what are we going to do? Well, they saw how it played out and realized we were horrible on the road. Why are we horrible on the road? We had no team chemistry. Team chemistry shows this ugly face or his beautiful smile on the road. This was one of the worst, if not worst, road teams in the NBA. They weren't together. And it was part because of the issue of Jordan Poole versus Draymond Green. Draymond Green has his opportunity to go elsewhere this offseason. So they made a choice. The ultimatum. They've had the gun to their head. Draymond or Poole? They said, it ain't Poole, fool. So get up out of here. So that's where that went. They chose their emotional leader. All right. The only other part of this that I thought was interesting was Chris Paul, how he found out he was traded to the Wizards. He was on a plane. And he thinks Isaiah Thomas had a role in it, which is funny too. But he was on a plane when he heard the news. Ain't it random, dog? It is crazy. That's the same way I found out I got cut from the San Diego Chargers. I literally was watching Sports Center. I was like, oh, what happened with the Chargers? I'm looking at the bottom of the screen, the ticker, uh, breaking news. And I'm like, damn, what happened? San Diego Chargers. Like, ooh, what got happened to that dude from the Chargers? Defensive end, damn, that's the position I play. Marcellus White, whoa, wait a minute. We didn't have DVR back in those days, so I just had to take it. I just had to eat it. Oh, my God, dang. Phone blowing up. Oh, yeah, I'm gone, bro. So that's crazy, man. But Chris Paul, and then just, just to think that James Jones, who was the general manager of Phoenix, a dude that Chris Paul played against, a dude that Chris Paul is way better than, became the guy who had the power to trade Chris Paul. Y'all catching this? Ain't it random? Ain't it wild? The intersection of life and sports and just personality. So just want to know from y'all in the comments in this huge trade, who won the trade? Who won the deal? Um, and also, do you think it was an ultimatum situation? Did they really have the gun to their head, Jordan Poole or Draymond? Or was there something else? Taking you. For your viewership on Brings TV and Reese TV and your membership into Wiley's World, wow, YouTube or somebody today, today is winning this book. This is a bestseller, Amazon bestseller. God dang, books flying off the shelf. Well, since it was Amazon, flying out your cart. <laughs> That's what it was right here. So who's going to win that Friday swag away? I tell you at the end of the day, God dang, can't rhyme too many things with that. All right, here we go. Let's talk about my homegirl, Carissa Thompson. Dog. Carissa the coolest, for real, like the realest. Let me get into the story first. Who went through a lot of emotions after, quote, fuckers broke into her home. Yeah, I said it. I'm sorry, kids. I'm just reading quotes. So Carissa Thompson has a profane message for the professional thieves who broke into her home this past weekend. She's talked about it 
on her iHeart podcast with Aaron Andrews, right? And this all happened in her LA area home. So she poked fun at the burglars for also stealing her fancy pillowcases to make off with the loot, neglecting to bring their own bags with their broke asses and taunted them for not finding the hidden good stuff. Like Carissa, like, yo, we got layers to this house, layers of security, layers of great stuff. So she said, quote, I was at the ranch. I got a text message in the morning that my alarm had went off at 12.15 at night. And I was like, that's weird. I checked my cameras and sure enough, two guys running out my front door. Kick in the door, wave in the 4-4. All I heard is Papa don't hurt in the... All right. That's not what happened, but she says she saw two guys running out the front door, bags in their hand, and I immediately started bawling, and this, like, feeling in my stomach of, like, holy shit, I've just been robbed. Okay, now, reading that quote all the way through, you know me, I like to stop down to find some life experiences and something to learn from in this one. Anybody else have this alarm dilemma that it sounds like Carissa has as well as everyone does, it seems like. All right, so the alarm dilemma is this. Because she said in this situation, there were guys running out the house, right? And those guys running out the house, you're like, you set your alarm too soon so that when it goes off and in your daily use, it just always goes off because you set it so soon. Like soon it's triggered, go off. Or you the one that has the beeps for like 30 seconds, 45 seconds, a minute, etc. And then let it trigger and go off, right? Follow me here. Which one are you? Because your daily life can make you make it longer before it triggers. But then you need it to trigger fast when your ass ain't home and some real professional thieves are in the crib. And here she goes talking about it again. And now it's the panic of like trying to check the other cameras, the angles and the expedite the specifics. Three guys came over my backyard. I have a big, huge, I mean that, what's that, fence? <laughs> like 15 feet or whatever it is. They climb over the fence and they broke the window. They went in the window, the alarms go off. These were professionals. They knew exactly how much time they had. Excuse me, Dougie Fresh. Yes, they were only in there for four, three to four minutes. That's what I'm talking about. I knew it. Three to four minutes, they in your crib. Three to four minutes, you get a text. Three to four minutes, you get an alarm signal. Three to four minutes, these burglars are still in your crib. Thankfully, you're not there. But think about that. That's 180 to 240 seconds. Y'all don't think that that's, that's that long, huh? All right, let's do it. One, two. Y'all keep going all the way to 240. <laughs> How long ass time somebody in your crib and you pay all that money for that alarm? That's my point. Do you as soon as it go? But you can't do that because everyday life, what the hell? Soon the kids walk in from the garage. So you're like, all right, make it go a couple minutes later. Okay. It's asking you, can you please put in your code? And that's three to four minutes. These robbers got that time. Just wanted to point that out. So now we're in this situation where she referenced that she has previously been stalked and had her private photos hacked. Man, we could do a whole segment on women in sports. It's a whole different animal, bro. Michelle Beadle, Carissa Thompson. I work with them all, right? You talk Carrie, Carrie Champion. <clears throat> Yo, cats be out there tripping. So she talked about that as well. And she says, I already have an issue with security because I had a stalker at my old house. I've been hacked. And yes, yeah, security is paramount for me. So I spend a ridiculous amount of money feeling safe. 
I have a German Shepherd. I have a Husky. I mean, it's like, what else can I do to feel safe in my own house? I was talking to you on the phone. My first thing is, oh shit, is this targeted? Is this specifically about me? Because then it brings up all of our PTSD with things of like, is this related to the stalker or related to the hacker, related to other people, question mark. So anyways, I was able to sort of like deduce or feel more comfortable in talking to the neighbors about like, this happens, I get it. I'm not the first or the last person, okay. Mm. It was at this point she started being Carissa again, start mocking them. <laughs> she said, these fuckers, they took my pillowcases off to load up with my shit. If you want to rob me, bring your own fucking bag, okay? <laughs> Don't take my nice pillowcase yet because those were Italian thread count. <laughs> Chris is silly. Oh, man. Oh, man. Let's get into this. Okay. Carissa Thompson is a tough one. I mean, mentally strong and as charismatic as they come. I mean, seriously. And that charisma is really sophistication. How to maneuver, how to get in and out of any situation around any people in any situation and circumstance, right? Now, that's what she's doing right here as well because she's navigating, trying to find out where should she go for solace in such a traumatic space. Right now, you, I mean, dog, getting robbed? Violation, right? Some scary shit. So she's trying to figure out where to go to have peace because she can't give up her career. She can't give up her fame or notoriety. She can't give up any of those things. So she's always going to be a target, but she doesn't always obviously want to be a victim. One of the places that gave me solace and before I even came into anything and before I made it to the league, blah, 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 was I watched Scarface. And I keep telling y'all this, man, you watch Scarface, and Carissa mentioned it. How much money can she spend towards security? She got dogs. She's married now. Big ass fence, gate, something she called it. She didn't know what it was. <laughs> it's huge though. And where do you find solace? And I remember watching Scarface and I realized you don't find solace anywhere outside. <laughs> it ain't out there. You want to know why? Because Scarface had fences, dogs, gates, guns, security guards, army, everything. And nothing fully protected him because nothing fully protects you. Serious stuff, hard pill to swallow, but a real one. So basically, I always live by that mantra. If someone wants to get you, you got. <laughs> Wileyism. If someone wants to get you, you got. Simple as that, man. And Nipsey Hussle kind of reinforced that to me as well, right? Because I grew up down the street, or he grew up down the street, I should say, from me since he's younger. And um, <clears throat> man, respected gangster from the hood from that block from that area right there you gotta salute him right protected everybody knew nip right mm. and still got got right right where he lived so in these situations man it's not like we're hopeless kind of similar to what happened with shannon sharp he was out then all of a sudden this happened not hopeless but it's the same thing and you're not helpless. You got to just remember, you got to really have a peace of mind inside yourself. And I think the only prayer, the only thought you should have seriously about these situations, give yourself the most protection you can and hope your ass ain't home. That's it, man. The rest of this stuff can all be replaced, but you can't replace your peace of mind. You can restore it. Hopefully, Carissa restores her. What you guys think about this situation? What y'all think is going on right here and how she can feel safe again? Looking in those comments to see what y'all talk about.
thanking you for your viewership on Brinks TV and Reach TV and your membership on YouTube and Wally's World where somebody's going to win this behind the back. Smack. Oh, look at that boy. Smack. Boy, look at that boy. Marcellus Wally never shut up. Amazon bestseller. I got words from Bruce Smith. I got words from Magic Johnson in support of me and my efforts in my life. Ha ha ha. Man, I'm pumped right now because I'm talking about Ice Cube. Yay, yay. <sighs> Ice Cube helped raise me, y'all. Just that simple. I borrowed some of my engine from Ice Cube. Literally lived through his lyrics vicariously. The craziness, the realness, the poetic ability of this sucker here. Man, this dude helped raise me. That's the only way I can say it. Well, ta-da! Let's talk about this story right here. How you like me now? I'm in the mix. It's 1986 and I got a fix. Yep. <sighs> He's disappointed right now. Not in me and my rapping ability, but in sports media's handling of the big three. So let's go back to 2017. We know who Ice Cube is. Yay, yay! Uh, helped launch the big three. 2017. They're still rolling, though. Three-on-three -three basketball league aimed to gain attention and adoration by using former players and international basketball stars, right? So this is the best version outside the NBA you can get, it seems like, right? You get guys who were actually in the NBA, who can still ball, who you're like, damn, all these pro-am and celebrity games we go to, well, this is that on steroids because you actually got the real players just recently retired. Amazing. But thus far, the basketball league hasn't quite risen to the surface, many would have liked it too. Cube is a part of that group that is thus far dissatisfied with how things have played out, namely how the sports media world has handled it. The famed entrepreneur, who I know, uh, appeared on a Dan Lebitar show, who I know, with Stu Gotts, who I know, to explain why it's been such a tough go. Here's his quote. We knew this wasn't going to be an easy lift. We thought we were going to get a lot more love from the overall sports media community. He said that to really virtually ignore a league that's this great, that's this dope in the summer when there's nothing else as far as hoops. The big three is where it's at. You can hear the disappointment in how he's talking about it right there, right? So Cube detailed later that the NBA's embracement or lack thereof, let's just be real about it in this case, has stifled things along with COVID-19 pandemic. Duh. That hurt a lot of people. Not everybody, though. If you were making hand sanitizer before COVID, woo, I think you got really rich after it. <laughs> Seriously, right? Who used hand sanitizer before COVID? All right, I didn't think so. So he said he doesn't think Commissioner Adam Silver really digs what we're doing. And that's a quote. Mm, I can see why. Let's talk through it, though. So here's an opinion about it. It probably isn't wrong that Silver doesn't dig what the big three is doing simply because of their existence in the landscape. Every time I hear existence, I, I got like rap Tourette's. Existence in the state of vainglorious. Who doesn't do that every time? In the same way that the basketball tournament doesn't receive too much love from the NBA, for instance. All right. So here's some questions and here's some conversation about this. Because the big three isn't where the big three wants to be, at least not as big, <laughs> pun intended, as it wants to be. Right. So let's just start going back to now. Uh, are they holding a grudge against Ice Cube like you know, Arsenio Hall had that grudge held against him for a while, if not still a little bit. Um, some of the anti-Semitic remarks that were attached to 
Ice Cube, and then the scenery. Remember, Arsenio Hall had on Minister Farrakhan, and that was a big thing, and I think that was his last show, if not one of his last shows. So some people are speculating. They won't write this necessarily fully in print, but they're like, yo, let's go back 20, 30 years, Ice Cube, even though his business partner is certainly white. Uh, I'm not sure if he's Jewish or not. Point being, are they holding something against Ice Cube, or is there something simpler, something deeper? Let's talk through it, right? Well, in Business 101, and this is a class I never took because I already knew this. <laughs> I know that you're supposed to, let's call it a Wileyism. Feed your kids, not your little brother. You get the difference? All right. So in business, if I got a business and it's a basketball business, last thing I'm really trying to do is help somebody else in the basketball business get bigger because you think in finite terms that maybe that will make you get smaller. You're not thinking that, oh, that's enough to go around for everybody. You're almost saying, no, they're going to rob some people or rob us of some of our space, some of our opportunities, maybe even some of our revenue, right? So basically why you say feed your kids, not your little brother, because if you didn't make it or have an interest in it, then leave it alone. So what do you do? You made your kids. You got an interest in them, right? So take care of it. And your, your, your other ones over there, your little brother, he better, he better get to the plate and get to the table earlier. <laughs> he better get there before me. If not, little brother, sorry. It's only enough for one of us, not two of us. Let me give it to you in the rap terms. It's just basically competition in disguise. That's what this is. Competition in disguise. Damn, another Tourette's here. Competition. This is it, disguise. Y'all remember that Transformers? Uh, Ice Cube, you got a new artist coming out, right? You only put them out after you what? Sign the new artist. You don't just say, man, you can rap. Go on out there. You got my endorsement and I ain't got nothing invested in it, nothing connected to it. So if you're Adam Silver, um, as you look at this situation, you're kind of like, are we really going to adopt the big three? And if we're not going to adopt the big three as one of our kids, then it's just little brother. And little brother got to fend for herself at this table when it's time to eat. That's why I think it's happening here. I don't think it's that much deeper. Um, this league, what Ice Cube behind it and what's former stars could really catch fire, could snowball into something that I wouldn't say ever rivals the NBA. But certainly the NBA could look at some of its market share or revenue or maybe some opportunities be like, that's interesting. <laughs> that JV league over there is eating. And are we eating the same? Maybe some of that. Maybe there is some personal things to work out. Maybe it's just as simple as when you're established, the last thing you want to do is place a bet on something that is trying to establish itself, right? That's why the rich get richer. Like, do you want to be an angel investor in the in the big three, or are you kind of like, nah, series B, series C, let's wait till you actually got this thing rolling like you want it to roll. And it's in an alignment. It's in alignment to what our efforts are. Maybe it's not. Um, I've been to one big three game, maybe two. Saw Cube there sitting courtside supporting his product. I got respect for it. I don't dedicate a ton of time to watch it just because... Uh, it's kind of like, for me, it's still in that Venice Beach kind of thing, but I do like it when I see it because I like, I recognize the players. And then I do like saying, damn, Coutinho Mobley could still ball or whatever the hell you be seeing, right? You're like, I like that part. But um, once again, I just think like in this country, 
I don't know how the NFL did it, but it's a holiday. And everything else, even the NBA, what the hell are we talking about? Even the NBA, it's like your team is on. People always say, why you have Clippers season tickets? I'm like, 41 games? Man, you better stop playing. We'll get a 10-game package. Which 10? I can't even see that far ahead, let alone which 10 and circle them. So a lot of things going on. But what do you guys think is going on right here? You think your big three will survive? It's already surviving. Will it thrive? That's the conversation. And what do you think really is holding it back? Because it can't be Cube. Because if it was Cube, oh, top five MC ever, right? Are we going to have that debate? Don't even start. <laughs> Ta-da! I'm thanking you for your viewership on Breach TV. Breach TV. Love, hate. Remember that? <laughs> Do the right thing. Oh, and your membership in Wiley's World YouTube. Uh, got love for you guys. Where somebody's going to win this thing right here in a few minutes. I'm about to get this out. I'm going to tag it up. I'm going to sign it, graffiti it like Raymond, bro, and get y'all loaded. Pump forward. But right now, we don't have any rapid fire Friday this week. Why? Because we don't have any Mikey P unless he's behind these curtains. Here's Mikey. No Mikey P, y'all. Mikey P took a flight and never landed. I don't know where the hell he is. Man, I hope we ain't about to Bermuda Triangle. I need Mikey P. I need you, big dog. All right, so let's talk through it, big dog. All right. First question from Mikey P. Somewhere in the air, he still got signal. He still got Wi-Fi. He says, Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberg cage match with a bunch of question marks. Because Mikey P likes emphasis. Yeah, you heard me right. Musk said on Twitter he'd be up for a cage match versus Zuck. To which Zuck says, send a location so he can pull up. <laughs> Stop playing. Rumor has it that they could pull this match off and have it be for charity. We'll see. But here are the questions. First of all, here's my question. How come every time rich people do something, it's this pressure that they got to do it for charity? How can they just they be like, no, 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 no. Wait, don't do that to me. I'm going to do it. And then I can give some of it away, none of it away. But I just don't like the pressure part. Like, y'all do it. Y'all too rich. Y'all got to give it away. Like, dog, I'm about to get hit in the face and give you some of the money. Can I, can I get $5 on it? That's funny. I kinda, I'm kind of like half serious with that. So here we go. Would y'all pay to watch this event? Well, he asked me, and I'm like, hell yeah, I watch. Anytime you get celebrity into it, let's stop fighting that. Didn't Kim Kardashian prove to us that celebrity is like the highest of all cachets? I know people that got B's in their bank account, like billions. And they don't love the fame part, but they love the celebrity part. There's a big difference. Celebrity is like... You get revered and respected. And yeah, yeah, you get the fame part as well. But it's like, nah, cut through that whole like, oh my God, oh my God. Just like, yo, the perks, the love, the privileges of like, mm -hmm, yeah, we're up there, we're up there. Like whatever. Even if you don't act that way, you just like that to the point where you expect that, right? So whenever I see somebody like, I'm like, damn, I know a lot about them. And I don't even know their ass, right? That's what a celebrity feels like most of the time. It's like, damn, hell yeah, I want to see them fight. I want to see them go at it. Imagine a cage match like that. Just seeing them go get it. And that's what this is. So I would pay to watch this event. Would you? Who would I pick to win this battle and why? Um, Elon Musk versus Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg should be the favorite because he just looks like he's in better shape. Looks like he probably takes a little side Taibo or uh, Taekwondo or something. He looks like he's doing something outside of like metaversing. He looks like he goes somewhere and just like gives him an hour. Got to get my mind focused. Got to do that. Like, he looks like he walks every day or something like that. Elon doesn't look like that necessarily, 
But Elon got that crazy to him, that 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 that, that look, that like that, that genius look, that like I'm about to just create spaceships and like cars that are spaceships and like everything else and PayPal. Like I'm gonna do all these crazy things, but it's because I'm crazy. <laughs> like I'm about to, he go in there with no training, nothing at all. They were like, you're not gonna warm up, you ain't gonna lather up. Nope, he just be in there chilling. He probably go in there with his AirPod on one and just be like chilling. And then they be like, ding ding, he be like this. <laughs> I can see him winning that. So I'll put my money on crazy, always in sports. All right, so number two, Mikey P wants to know, is the Chicago Bulls announced that Lonzo Ball is not expected to return from injury next season. Damn, he missed the entire season last year as well. He's had three knee surgeries since his last, he last played in 2022. Just when it seemed that he developed into a solid player, dude just can't stay healthy. So here's the question. You think Lonzo Ball will ever play again? Rumor a month ago was that his career is in jeopardy. Huh. Then Mikey P got some notes talking about talk about your injuries in your career and other players who went through the same thing. Don't mean tell me what to say, Mikey P. I got this. <laughs> oh man, let's see. I, uh, who is gonna sit there and say it's over? If it's over, guess how we're gonna see it's over? He gonna get an old Betsy, which is his body, one more time on that court. <laughs> Hitting that gas. Hey, don't flood the carburetor, man. Chill. Boom, boom, boom. He's going to go on that court. And then he's going to try run up the court. Run back on defense. Run up the court. And then. And either it's going to keep rolling. Because old Betsy, once she gets rolling, she's rolling. Or pop. <laughs> like my Dodge Challenger used to do. And when it pop, it ain't starting again. But he's not going to go out through reports. He's going to go out on the court. Come on. You played all this ball for your entire life. We all seen the videos of him in his backyard and they were on the side of the house with the concrete shooting from everywhere. You're not going to just say, oh, doctor, yeah, yeah I'm never going to try again. I mean, yeah, of course he's working out. Of course he's trying to work out. But I think this ends on a court, either greatly or miserably. But it's not going to end through reports. He's going to give it one last try. Um, I've never been through anything like this. Um, I just got to the end of my road and I was like, dog, I am not getting better. And I've tried and I've tried and I've tried. And I can keep saying try for about 10 minutes. But point being, my engine shut off and then my knee was starting to hurt. And I was like, damn, I got I already had a back surgery. I already had a abdominal wall surgery. I already had shoulder surgery. I already had all these surgeries and foot surgeries. Now I'm like, my knee? I like, ain't going to be none of me left. <laughs> Nothing left me. <laughs> So I was like, dog, I got to save some for these kids. So I tapped out. And you know what's interesting about that moment? I've had three major decisions in my life. My Columbia moment, when I chose Columbia over all the football factories. When I left early from the NFL, even though I wasn't doing jack out there, I still was valuable to teams. Remember I told you guys, um, New York Giants wanted me the year they won the Super Bowl, 2007. <sighs> Regret. <laughs> no, nah, but I left a little. I still had some toothpaste left, but I was like, man, forget this. And same thing, leaving media of traditional sense uh, to do this version of media because I wanted to be uh, self-expressive. Right. Just no more battling with you laterally co-host. Shut up. Stop lying too. BS. <laughs> just whoever you were. All y'all. None of y'all. So the point is, I just got tired of that. So I just wanted to go right here. So I've always made these decisions, maybe a little prematurely, maybe a little early for somebody else's taste and liking, but it ain't about you. <laughs> it's about us. It's about me. It's about y'all. So that's what we're doing right here. So uh, I just see him getting back on that court. I've never been back. 
been in that situation before. All right, let's end the week with some football chatter. Cowboys defensive end Demarcus Lawrence knows the Eagles have current NFC and NFC East bragging rights, but he doesn't think there's a big difference between the Eagles and the Cowboys. Oh, okay. I don't feel like it's a huge gap at all. Eagles went 14 and three and made it to the Super Bowl while the Cowboys were 12 and five wild card with a first round playoff exit. Per usual, says Mikey P, because he's a Philly fan. <laughs> mm -hmm. That championship he got, boy, he bragging all the way. Was that five years ago now? He's still bragging. I ain't mad at you. My Chargers don't have one. So do you agree with Lawrence that it's not a huge gap at all between the two teams? Um, I do agree with him. Um, you got to look at it from his perspective. His perspective isn't like uh, results. Like I think fans look at teams based on the results. Um and they accurately pin it based on the results. And it changes all the fan narratives. They're like, oh, no, 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 they're better. Why? They're better. And you always hear that. And be like, dog, I'm not talking about they're better. I'm saying this other team has as much potential. And then that team is just better executing with that potential. Right? Like I always tell my little itty bitties. What do I tell them? It's not how good you are. It's how well you play. What DeMarcus Lawrence is saying is we're as good as them. But we don't play as well. At least last year, we didn't play as well as they did. Simple as that. Is that hard to understand? Like, he basically said it. All right, all right. So, yeah, I think the gap is very small if there's a gap at all. Let's see this year. And do you think the Cowboys did enough to improve their roster this offseason? Boring. They did add Brandon Cooks and Stephon Gilmore, among others. <clears throat> Sometimes you don't need to add. Everyone always thinks, oh, if you come up short, who would you add? Maybe the fools we got already need to just play better and just execute. We don't need no more. You know what I'm saying? You ever lose a card game and you look at that hand, you're like, damn, I lost the hand. You're like, you got, you got 19 and you lost with 19. You're like, damn, I lose with 19. Then the next hand, you get 18, but you win. <laughs> that was pretty good. Shut up. The point is you ain't got to always add to get better. That's my point. Is this a make or break year for the Cowboys? Oh, God. And Dak Prescott. See, this is why I left media like that. Like, I could not be on the show in my third hour of talking. And y'all asking me, is this a make or break year for the Cowboys? Must win for the Cowboys. Go ahead. And I did it. I did it. I did it. And I was sick. Y'all should have known. I was cursing myself out of my head. It probably came out sometimes, too, in the way I was discussing, debating, or arguing. <laughs> I was like, dog, what the fuck? Look at y'all. See, I can tell y'all, man. What you mean is make a break? They're going to play again next year, even if they don't win. What the? Make a break. Make a break. What, the league going to go down to 31 teams, 30 teams, 29 teams? It's a make or break. What are we breaking? My mind? My mind ain't no damn bone, fool. <laughs> ain't going to break nothing up here. Uh, I digress. Um, let's talk about it. Uh, yeah, they got some free agencies coming up fast. And the team still has to work on extensions for C.D. Lamb and Trayvon Diggs. Ooh, C.D. Lamb going to eat, eat, eat. Ooh, I can't wait to see CD with that money, too, because I know he going to show it. He going to show up and show out that dough. He deserves it. That dude's a beast. All right. I stall long enough. Let's get into it. Friday Swag Away. Friday Swag Away winner of this Never Shut Up book, Marcellus Wiley, Amazon edition, is, let me give it to y'all the way it goes. Everywhere we go, people want to know who we are. So we tell them, this is D-Block, mighty, mighty D-Block. The winner is D-Block. That's his YouTube name. <laughs> 
D-Block, dope, dog. This is yours. Throw some confetti, all that. Pop some bottles. Uh-huh. Bottles on me. As long as y'all drink it. Got love for you, D-Block. Uh, Wiley's World member and a boss who just got my autograph book and whatever else you want me to write in there. Hey, Keisha, whatever you want me to write in there, I got you, big dog. Mikey P will be reaching out to you. Appreciate y'all for all the love, seriously. All right, let's get it into Y'all know what we do every show to end it. It's a Wileyism. Yeah. Happiness doesn't come to you. Happiness comes from you. Woo. Hit a drummer, get wicked. Uh, this is a good one, damn it. Happiness is not out there, y'all. It's in here. Mm -hmm. Happiness is not a place. It's a choice. I've talked about this. I'm going to keep harping on this. Y'all want to be happy? Stop. Look. Close your eyes, damn it. That's what, man, here we go again. Spiritually, Bible, holy books, whatever way. It always makes you go inside yourself to find that peace, that solitude, that happiness. It's not out there. Because out there is just stuff to disturb it. <laughs> it's stuff to help it go up and it's stuff to help it go down. You know what I mean? It's not going to be even killed once you open those eyes. But you have the control of doing it in here, up here, right? Happiness doesn't come to you. It's not going to be like, oh my God, look at that check. It's going to feel good though. Can't lie. Can't lie about that check. It's going to feel good. But at the same time, happiness doesn't come to you. It comes from inside. It comes from you. And you got to remember that because we'll get on this pursuit. And boy, we only have, what, 70 average years, 75 average years. Man, some of us a little longer. Some of us a lot shorter. Point being, do not waste your race chasing some happiness. Stop running. Stay still. Close your damn eyes. Fall in love with yourself. And you'll realize where that happiness truly exists. Happiness doesn't come to you. Happiness comes from you. All right, y'all. That'll do it for more to it. Check the show notes for all the information on our topics today. Today! Want to keep the conversation going? Let's talk. Find me on all socials at Marcellus Wiley. More to it is a production of Dan Patrick Productions, That Dude Entertainment, and Workhouse Media. The show is executive produced by Dan Patrick, Marcellus Wiley, Paul Anderson, and Nick Pinella. Thanks for all the love, ratings, and subscriptions, and reviews, membership to Wiley's World on YouTube. Keep it coming because there's more coming for more to it. Talk to y'all hella soon. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.
Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.